name is Sarah, and you are listening to the greatest podcast ever made, Deaf Dialogue. All right, welcome back. Newest episode of Deaf Dialogue, week six. We're going to keep the theme going with Women's History Month. We have a very special guest with us this week. Um, This is somebody that we have known for probably 80, 90 years or so. She has always been a part of our crew. Her whole family has always been there for us. Um, They're like a second family to us as well. Um, So please welcome to the show, Miss Sarah. Welcome. Thank you. I am so excited to see all three of your faces right now. So glad that you can see our faces. (laughs) So Sarah, update us on your life. You live in Texas now, is that correct? You, You know, I the best time to move to a new state is right before a pandemic and then you know, prior to a once in a lifetime winter storm. So living my best life here in Texas, I have power today, which is great. I mean, I no longer take that for granted. Yeah. Uh, so how, how affected were you by the storm? How um, long were you without power? Yeah. So I work in the hospital. So luckily the first two nights of this storm, I just, bunked in the hospital and stayed there between my shifts and um, had touched base with the neighbor who said, don't worry, we still have power. And then when I came back after multiple night shifts, I did not have power or water. Um, So I went from like Monday until I got electricity back and water back on Thursday afternoon. So not nearly as bad as some. Um, And I had some friends who did have power, but no water. So you know, the like little house on the prairie style, let's melt some ice slabs in the bathtub to flush the toilets, you know, really build some character. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Do you think Bill Gates had anything to do with the winter storm? I, I mean, I did hear this really great conspiracy theory about how it wasn't actually snow or ice, that it was like laid down by the U.S. government to cover up whatever i was like oh that's that's a good one i haven't heard that one so yeah (laughs) yeah um but our hospital lost water for a little bit um some of the other hospitals lost water and like i had friends who worked in austin who like posted pictures on social media of cat litter in all of the bathrooms and Mm. pretty awful yeah it's like exactly what you heard about on the news you just put newspaper down (laughs) Yeah, those directions for like for like a bedside commode set up in the bathroom. If you pee, only one scoop. If you poop, then two scoops. I'm like, oh my gosh, what a disaster! How awful! Amazing. Yeah. Were you putting it down in the bedpans too? I guess that's what they were doing. I don't know. I was (laughs) glad to not be in the hospital at that point. My hospital did not lose water for very long. I yeah. saw somebody try to like microwave the snow and it wouldn't snow or mic- it wouldn't melt. It was just sparking. Um, there were some other like weird experiments with the snow and yeah, conspiracy much. theories came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I definitely blame old Bill. Old Bill. He's always- just like spreading 5G on Texas with ice. Yeah, it's the wind, it's the cell phone signals. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> he's salt bay but with texas and snow yeah so speaking of the hospital 
tell us about your job. What exactly do you do? How do you do it? Um, because it's a pretty crazy job. So think who else better to explain it than yourself? <laughs> so I was a pediatric ICU nurse for like seven, eight years. Um, and then went back to grad school and I'm now a pediatric ICU nurse practitioner. So I work at Texas Children's in their intensive care unit, um, which is massive and huge. And I started there uh, about a year and a half ago. So by the time I came off of orientation, COVID was starting and Houston was one of the hardest hit cities. So I went from being a PICU nurse practitioner to a COVID ICU pediatric nurse practitioner pretty quickly which has definitely been an adventure for sure, not in a good way, but we're figuring it out now. And, you know, things seem to be kind of getting a little bit more manageable. So, but yeah, I work in a pediatric ICU taking care of six sick kids. That's by far one of the, I mean, it has to be one of the most difficult jobs I think I've ever heard somebody trying to do. Yeah, I don't know what made me think it was a good idea. No, just kidding. I love my job. I love it. Uh, yeah, kids are great, though. And uh, like Kyle, you know, like how awesome Luna is. And kids are so much tougher than adults are. So they are really resilient with a lot of things. And it, I think it's easier to take care of kids than adults because we're complainers and we're wimps. Um, and kids are not like that. But it can definitely be pretty heartbreaking at times, too. I was yeah. walking with Luna today and she's like, new thing is to hold the leash with me for Archie, which is cute, but also a pain in the ass. And, and Archie like yanked her. So she, of course she just fell like just flat, just fell. And she's like getting up crying and just like keeps walking and just like kind of crying as she's walking away. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Just pushing through. <laughs> Absolutely. So funny. Yeah. At what point did you know, like you wanted to take that path? Did, was there like a point after high school where you were like, or during high school that you were like, this is, this is what I want to do? Yeah. You know, I think I had always wanted to do something medical and it was kind of between nursing and physical therapy. And then I like broke all my joints and went through a lot of physical therapy and like, yeah, heck no, I never want to do this again. Um, so it turned into nursing and I fell in love with it more and more. And then I think it was when a friend of mine from back home son was being treated at UVA when I was in nursing school that I got a lot more of the like one-on-one -on -one time with pediatric providers that made me pretty sold on kids for sure. Yeah, I could not do any of this. Oh, there's definitely times where I can't do it either. I'm like, who, who told me this was a good idea? Like who let yeah. me do this? But I just keep being given what I need to show up day after day. Yeah. So it makes me feel <laughs> like, like I'm just working a nine to five. <laughs> when I think of jobs like that. How yeah. old are your kids? Like when does a kid go from being NICU to in the PICU? So if they go home. So we have okay. some babies that are like a week old. Um, and then sometimes here at TCH, our NICU will accept kids who have gone home. So most of our babies are over three months old, but not always. And then we'll take up to 18, 21, uh, during the biggest peak of COVID we had adults, which was, yeah, I was going to ask if you 
if you were for COVID handling more adults or you did you actually have plenty of kids with COVID? Yeah, we have plenty of kids, sadly. Yeah. But over the summer we had adults um, and I'm actually not licensed to take care of adults. Uh, so whatever provider I was with would have the adults and I would have the kids. And then I would be the one that'd have to do all the communication since I couldn't do any of the hands-on care for the big patients. Mm. 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 Sounds very tough. <laughs> it's so crazy, dude. What are your, I mean, we don't have to keep talking about COVID, but just for a minute, because Kelsey just told me there's only 18 patients in UVA right now with COVID, which is really good. I was just curious, you're a much bigger city. Is it dropped a lot? Like, are you looking better now? Do you yeah, have any idea? I don't know what the adult hospitals are like, honestly. Um, I feel like it, it feels like it's getting better for sure. And yeah. then my unit dropped off a ton a couple of weeks ago. And then it was actually the same day that our mask mandate, it was announced that that was going away, that our census went back up. It's like, oh, that's happening sooner than I anticipated. But we're, you know, kind of hanging out, definitely at a manageable place, but yeah. not the best I've seen, not the worst I've seen. I particularly wasn't a fan of them lifting that mask mandate because Charleston, of course, followed the same path. You know, they were just like instantly like, oh, that's a no more mask mandate. Now, a lot of uh, private businesses are still requiring that you wear a mask while in their store or speaking with any of the employees or anything like that, which is nice. Um, I just think people, even though a lot of people are getting the vaccine, it just feels a little rushed. Like, and I don't necessarily, I don't want to see the entire country slip back into this horrible path like yeah the vaccine's coming and it's helping a lot but like just be patient it'll yeah. get there exactly and we've been phasing everything else i'm not sure why this wasn't phased too but who knows i definitely wasn't happy about it i was more fired up than most about it just because it it's kind of a slap in our face as healthcare providers but I'm happy to see in Houston people, all the businesses I go in are still requiring masking. Yeah, that's good. It's not that We're, hard. A piece of cloth over your face, people. It is not I that know. hard. It's just your stupid governor has ambitions higher than Texas. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or he just wanted to distract from what happened two weeks uh, ago. Yeah, yeah, I thought that about too. that too. It was like something bigger is going on where they're uh, pulling you know, your attention to one side while I'm doing something on the other. Yeah. It's a complete distraction. Definitely. So where do you see, you know, yourself going with your job? How, how long do you plan on staying with the same career? Do you plan on, you know, advancing, you know, getting your doctorate or anything like that? No, I'm trying to come up with my floor plans for the coffee shop I'm going to set up when I like peace out of the healthcare industry. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <Not really. laughs> I, I was sold. Oh, that's a pretty cool idea. Everyone, everyone needs coffee. Get me out of here. Um, I think that I love my job. It's great, but it's definitely a lot. So I don't think the ICU will be my forever place, but I do love my kids. I love healthcare. So I see myself being in this pretty long term. Could you, I feel like it would be such a dramatic change, but the first thing I thought of is just working at it like a doctor's office like could you go to that slow after being in such intenseness 
I, so I can't with my degree because my degree okay. is like hospital-based or like specialty clinic, but I would totally go to like an oncology clinic or, you know, a cardiology clinic or something for kids. Heck yeah. Give me a nine to five. Gotcha. I'm all about it. Yeah. What kind of hours do you work now? Really like 90 days straight, 22 hour days? <laughs> yeah. It's like 12 to 13 hour day shifts, a little bit longer night shifts, and then like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. weekends, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting ready to start a six-day stretch, so sometimes yeah. it's great. Sometimes it's six 13-hour shifts in a row, and then it's not great. What do you have to well, say about that, Wes? The hospital. But... <laughs> yeah, I got back here uh, about an hour ago to put the kids down and then jump on this. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, not nearly as intense or important work, but uh, yeah, long days. So this is an optional question. I'm not, you know, it's not like required to be answered, but it just, it was something I was thinking of the other day because both of you work really, really long hours. And when it comes to like working for a company, so not working for yourself but for an actual company who employees who is an employer to you know hundreds of people and you're working these long hours and you're working overtime um, non-stop fully committed 12 plus hours a day um, working on the weekends at what point are you like this is this is okay like, I don't mind working these hours. For me personally, you know, I try to find that balance between work and life. And I like putting life way further ahead than work. And that would be with any job that I feel like I would hold. And how do you balance those things? Because Sarah, obviously, your job is extremely important, way more important than what the three of us do. So how do you find that work-life balance? With, the, with these long hours? Well, I think um, there's definitely like give and take. I mean, I think when I was a bedside nurse, it took me probably two and a half years before I took vacation because I have so many days off because of my long hours that I could clump them. So, you know, it's great when I'm one of the people out on like a Tuesday morning having brunch with my girlfriends from work. And um, yeah, like there's definitely it stinks to not be with family on the holidays and that kind of thing, but there's also so much time off that it gives more time to engage. It's just the long stretches. You kind of become like a hermit and not part of the world. Yeah. Like I, I get that. Like you kind of like take your small victories and, and embrace those to hustle and grind. And then these long vacation hours, you know, you take that, in these massive bunches. Yeah, Kelsey, some of Kelsey's friends from Raleigh, they took advantage of, I mean, COVID and because their husbands were working from home and basically are like living nomadic right now and traveling, like doing the travel nurse stuff. And then husbands just working during the day from wherever they're staying. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh, we did this all wrong. <laughs> like we could have been doing that. <laughs> like they've been out in Arizona for like a couple months and like just hiking and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And I'm like, Oh, why yeah. didn't I, we do that? 
but yeah. Yeah, agreed. Although one of her friends, when she first got to Arizona, she had to work four shifts a week for like three or four weeks. But I mean, they were paying her like an outrageous amount of money, but like I, you'd be dead after that. I mean, you're talking about doing six in a row. Oh my gosh, no way. Yeah, it's good that we're doing this now and not next weekend because <laughs> I probably would not have joined it next weekend. Yeah, the timing was really, <laughs> it couldn't have been better. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's great. That is, that is great. So beside work and COVID and Texas, how have you been? I feel like we haven't seen you or talked to you in such a long time. We're horrible friends. Thanks for the call out on your last episode. I don't think Michael knew that I didn't show up at his wedding, but definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought about it when I was editing. I was like, eh, he, he probably didn't know that, but it is what it is. It happened. Yeah, I mean, that's the last time that I saw you guys. That um, I had two weddings, like two weekends in a row, and I wrote down the wrong time for each one. And so I was like, at my house, just chilling out. And then I get a text from literally all of you at the same time. I cried the entire way to my <laughs> I mean, I called my sister like hyperventilating. Like, I can't believe I'm missing his wedding. And she was a great reminder of, do you think he really cares that you're missing his wedding? But his mother sure did, so. Yeah. I like walked in that barn and she immediately made eye contact with me. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sorry. But yeah, so way to call me out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm doing really well. I love Texas when we have power and water. Um, it's so much warmer here most of the time. Found a really great group of friends here. And between like work and kind of seeing my vaccinated friends and seeing my unvaccinated friends from a distance. And I have a couple of volunteer things that I do. Just living my best life. Doesn't get much better. You had both rounds of your vaccine, right? Yeah, I did. That's cool. Pretty early on, which is great. Do you feel safer going out into crowded environments? Um, I'm still not really, because I'm trying to be a good example to other people. Like, I don't have a shirt that says, hey, I'm vaccinated, so I'm safe out here. Um, but it definitely made my job easier. Made it especially since I'm primarily on our COVID ICU, it's a lot easier to go into work and be like, it's okay if like my mask pops off or something, like I'm probably yeah. gonna be okay. But I'm super encouraged. I'm hearing of more and more people that are getting vaccinated and I'm hoping that by summer we'll have a little bit of normalcy back. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. That would be really great. Yeah, if you gauge it by how um, bands are preparing for this year, by yeah, fall, yeah. we're going to be normal because all these. Oh, yeah. I keep seeing new concerts popping up like for, for sale. And I'm like, oh, really? That'd be great. I don't know about that. <laughs> Sarah, have you ever heard of the band Fritz and the, what's it, what are they? Fritz <laughs> and the Tantrums. Fritz and the Tantrums. I will never remember it. <laughs> I love that it keeps coming up, though. <laughs> oh, have, you haven't heard of them? No. I'm so shocked. They're like the most popular band. That Logan made up. That Logan made up. <laughs> oh gosh, that Logan. Yeah. What is, what's your favorite song ever in history ever in your life ever? 
Oh. Can I guess? Oh, please. Oh, oh here we go. He's over <laughs> eight. <laughs> I'm a, I don't know if you know this, Sarah. I'm a pretty good guesser. Um, I doubt that, actually. I'm ready for it. If I had to guess what your favorite song was, I don't know who sings it, but my guess would be the song Blue Moon. Yeah, I didn't even cross my mind. So you were Sarah. Sarah. I thought you knew it's, me. It's it's oh. me. You can, <laughs> you, you can be honest. I do feel like that was a song that you used to sing pretty frequently. I feel well, like yeah, yeah. coming back now <laughs> of you singing that. So your version, yes. Favorite cool. song. Cool, 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 cool. Does like not whatever small, Does small not victory count. I can get. Um, we're still we're claiming that is still the wrong answer. <laughs> judges, yeah. Oh, favorite song ever. I feel like she thinks my tractor is sexy is just so Shenandoah County. I was gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. See, Dave, Kyle, Kyle, and I are jiving better. Really this is so embarrassing for Wes and I. I was going to say that mainly because I have this like, I don't know, this memory of high school and yeah. you either liking it or just talking about it at some point. I don't know. I had that crush on Kenny Chesney until you all busted my bubble and told me that he probably was not straight. And I was like, but no, this way older man is going to marry me one day. <laughs> I think Dave told you that. Chesney. He's tiny. <laughs> he is and i'm definitely not so that would not have worked out well but do you miss playing soccer in high school oh my gosh that was like the best setup ever because i could do anything i wanted to do i remember because my senior year we got the girls team and so i was used to playing with you guys where i could slide tackle and do anything and you all would get yelled at for it yeah punch a guy out and you guys would get oh, yelled and then I start playing with girls and I'm getting carded constantly. And I'm like, take me back to the boys team. Yeah. So many good memories. Yeah, no doubt. No so doubt. Kyle, I don't know if you had like a, if this was a sign to be your week to give a shout out for an inspirational woman in your life, or if you have a quote that you want to read. I, I have one. In I'm case. not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really talk about it. Um, but I said women are not important to him and they're not inspiring him. I would agree. It's it, you're so disrespectful, Kyle, throwing your cat around like that. <laughs> it's probably a woman, isn't it? It's a female cat, definitely. It is. <laughs> we went to a dog's birthday party today. I, um, we're supportive. I'm still working on trying to get my sister on and that was possibly my answer for your question dave that'd but be she's awesome now ghosted me so i don't think she wants to come on <laughs> yeah she told me that she when i asked her she was like i'm uh, not an interesting podcast guest and that was all she said to me i was like oh okay now she's but like you would phone. be but okay <laughs> yeah new phone <laughs> she changed her number <laughs> um yeah you should reach out to her because that message that you sent me 
I like immediately screenshotted it and sent it to my sister and was like, how can I say no to this? She's like, oh, you totally can't say no to that. And then I listened to Logan's episode and I was like, this is going to be the worst hour of my life. Like they know too much about me. There's too many stories. It's going to be so awful. You've been pretty nice so far. I appreciate it. Yeah, we didn't want to like put you in a weird position and we don't want to get anybody in trouble with work um, except Logan and Michael. Right. Dave's message was like the perfect amount of flattery. You're you should definitely like reach out to all your guests. Yeah, I'm going to save it. (laughs) Change like a word or two. (laughs) It's like your what you send out on Tinder. You know, you just have the exact message just copied in your notes and you paste it in. Absolutely. That's right. What's Tinder? I don't know. I saw it in a movie. Kyle, I'm married. I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that your main yeah. goal with this podcast is to get Wes and I in trouble. Oh, yeah. Just leave the mic on. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Did you guys see this? Um, in, or uh, not NBA, this basketball announcer at this high school in Oklahoma? It's yeah. already sounding pretty good. So, it, moron. It's not good, dude. It's really not good. I guess some of the kids were kneeling during the national anthem, and he they're in the announcer's booth, and he's just saying all these disrespectful things about, like, kneeling on the flag and disrespecting the flag, and yeah, drops, like, the N-word and for these kids, man. Oh, my God. All, all on, a, on a live mic. It was hot all mic. recorded. Oh. He'll get what he deserves. I mean, how insane is that? Yeah, that adds up. That is just, it like, it hurts me inside, man. Like, jeez, dude. I mean, we all know that's being said. It just uh, gets picked up on a hot mic every once in a while. Yeah. So, Premier League has been, uh, they kneel, like, the first, like, five seconds of every game. They yeah. have been this season. And um i don't know why i'm talking this we don't need to get this political but uh uh, wilfred zaha this morning or today didn't kneel he's the first player all season to not kneel and i guess he came out after the game saying that that they're just doing it to do it and that nothing's actually happening or getting done and i was like i can't disagree with his opinion um i don't know how controversial it'll end up being but yeah, yeah, that's one of those things, man. There's so much racism in soccer, and people don't realize in America what it's really like in Europe, how serious the game is to fans and supporters, because it's not like that over here. It can't be I compared mean, to anything we have. Yeah, no. it, it cannot be. Like the Super Bowl gets a few million views. This, uh, which, you know, is big. And all the commercials, they want to have their ad in the Super Bowl because they get all these millions of views. The World Cup literally gets billions with a B. That's so much more viewership. Every, I feel like everyone looks at the Super Bowl and it's like, this is the world's biggest game. And it doesn't come close. Mm-hmm. doesn't come close. Like, look at how many followers on Instagram Tom Brady has and look at how many followers Cristiano Ronaldo has. Yeah different league i mean it's so much more serious and it's surrounded by racism so like when they kneel 
I understand, obviously, they want to bring attention to it, but some of these social media platforms, they need to really step up their game, too, because that's where a lot of people are talking this nonsense at. You know, and I agree with you, Kyle. It's hard for, you know, if that guy brings up a good point, but we're not in his position. It's hard for us to say. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Tom Brady comes up too often on this podcast. I feel like we need to. Does he? I don't know. He came up a few times. I just don't like him. <laughs> he just signed a big old contract, like four years. It'll That's be only like... a year. Nah, he signed like four years, man. No. Yeah. He's going to be like 50 when he's retired. When? Yeah. I swear I saw it was only one year. Kyle probably can't hear me but he's he's never been a good reader <laughs> but we love him he's fact checking right now i am i'm just i'm, I'm more curious i'm not trying to like <laughs> prove wrong. i just want to see how long it is sarah interesting fact about kyle his hat used to be a flat brim why are you so attached to this <laughs> yeah i can kind of see that almost kyle it's an amazing hat you wear it well this isn't even the same hat you made fun of last weekend. <laughs> he has multiple. Oh, really? Brims. Yeah, Kyle's not a flat brimmer. No way. I could not wear a flat brim hat. Anybody have a flat brimmer? Can anybody pull it off? Not I think so. Old. I don't know. I don't, I read an art. I just skimmed an article and it didn't have the uh, the length, so I don't care anymore. Yeah, <laughs> makes me feel like I'm right. All that <laughs> you probably <enough>. are. <laughs> not to read the length of the contract but oh. bingo i'll sign it sarah what is your fondest memory from childhood oh man and if you don't say streaking then oh my god i saw you guys naked way too many times growing up um but the sad part is i don't know that any of us realized that i was a girl until i was kicked out of the overnight hangouts. I think we all were like super shocked when Dave, it was your mom that was like, yeah, you're, you've got boobs now. You can't hang out with them at night anymore. Yeah. I I can picture her saying that. And Miss Ellen. Yeah. All of them, all of them really. I was so traumatized as I went home by myself and left you guys hanging out and having fun bonding without me. Um, (laughs) yeah. I, so many fond memories, you know, I can't help but remember when we were in high school and you all thought that it would be so funny to nominate me for the homecoming court and just like, we'll just get her name out there for no reason. Meanwhile, I'm like short hair, braces, glasses, like the ugliest duckling of them all. And then you all got enough people to accomplish said task. Um, and like the, how horrified I was when my name went across the intercom and then looking at you all and seeing how horrified you all were too. Um, yeah, that was definitely friendship for sure. Remember this just brings up Greg Wilson was prom king. Like, I mean, he's one of my best friends, so I can talk about this, but, uh, I just, do you remember him getting, I was like, he was on the, I just couldn't, I, he just he, didn't talk to anyone. I, I <laughs> he was remember. Not, uh, popular and then he gets prom king which was he, pretty cool actually but <laughs> I was in band class and I had these headphones on just as loud as they could go and somebody was trying to get my attention and was like hey your name's doing called to the office and I was like well, why the hell 
am I getting called to the office? Like I didn't do anything wrong. And uh, so they got me to go to the office and the office is like, oh yeah, here's these flowers. You've been nominated for prom court. I'm like, what? <laughs> and, and then, uh, so we're at prom. I forget what year this was, but Greg was standing next to me. And uh, I mean, it had to have been our senior year because you wouldn't have been on prom oh, yeah. court. That's year, right. I guess. That's right. You're right. Yeah. And I, I remember like, I remember Sean yelling like, where's Dave? Like as we were walking from the back of the crowd through all the people. And uh, I remember Greg standing right next to me. And I remember him, they had these little boxes with a coin inside of it. And they were like, Hey, pick a box. And if you have like all of them were silver coins and whoever had the gold coin was uh, prom king. And Greg got oh, is that it. how it was? I thought it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I had no idea check, how that worked. Double check with him. No. But that's that's what I remember. Yeah, what? I think that's how they did it for the girls too. Something like that. That's so random. It is random. Yeah. I didn't realize we then, didn't I've... vote it. <laughs> didn't vote for it. <laughs> yeah, it. Like you voted the top people in, and then I think it was just random after that. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, think like Greg and I both got voted on, and then. Uh, but I mean, look at us. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> this feels like a participation trophy situation. <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. No doubt. Yeah, and I will always remember with such fond memories all of our like sledding days at the prince's house and her red beans and rice and how there was never enough sled. So we would have to like elbow each other onto them. And I always was on the losing end of that for sure. Good times. Kids these days don't get that kind of joy anymore. <laughs> I don't, you brought up elbowing and probably us like beating the crap out of each other. And this, I remember this pretty well because I got like yelled at big time by one of the uh, PE teachers, but we were in middle school. And I don't know if you'll remember, but after a while, we just decided we were going to start playing rugby during our uh, health, like during gym class. And again, at that point, you were definitely one of the guys and we were like playing tackle rugby and you had the ball. And I'm just like, remember, like really grabbing your back and just like taking you down pretty hard. And then immediately the teacher was like, I, don't, I can't remember who it was, but it was on me, like, like making me feel like an awful person. <laughs> Again, I don't think anybody realized that I was not, in fact, a boy. And you have to be more gentle with females, but <laughs> it grows character for sure. You know, loved it. Yeah. And remember when I had all my shoulder issues and you guys realized that if you like hit my shoulder hard enough, it would dislocate and then you'd like run away and think it was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Good crap, guys see you all and like try to go the other direction so it's like I can't get my arm back in socket right now I don't have time for that that feels like something Michael was doing I don't that I don't feels like this. a Michael thing no doubt yeah definitely your shoulder healed really well compared to I remember we were talking about it at Michael's wedding because we hadn't seen each other in such a long time and I remember what it looked like when it was still scarred and it like yeah. looked like there's nothing there now I know. Yeah, you all used to also tell me about how I had like extra nipples on my shoulders. That's what the scars looked like. <laughs> you all are so good. So good for the soul. 
really. So you're just telling us you're awful people. <laughs> Kyle, do you have anything to add to the nipple topic? Uh, Dave and Wes came up with the fact that I have some sort of third nipple on my chest. I don't know what they're talking about. I, they didn't, I, we didn't I, create it. Oh, like, okay. Once, you know. I mean, maybe I'll just come to this podcast topless one day just to prove it's you all. It's not a third be, nipple. It's just one is in the middle. Oh. That, yeah, we didn't seems have even, a nipple. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, well, Sarah, that's enough about you. Wes, what's going on in your world, man? Oh, I'm just waiting for the phone to ring. Like, cool. that's, <laughs> it's either a baby crying or the phone's ringing. So that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Kelsey's working tonight, so I have the uh, the monitor. You're drinking you know, baby monitor. Hanging out. Yeah, this dog's birthday party was lit. We were getting pretty crazy. <laughs> This is the second dog birthday party I've gone to in my life. How many have you guys been to? Zero. And I just hope I'm never invited to one. <laughs> Sounds absurd. <laughs> I will go, though, if I'm invited and just be that guy. It was pretty cool. Nope. I have I've enjoyed both of them. It's been chill. We, is there um, like a cake involved or anything? L'Oreal and I provided a cupcake for the dog. Was it chocolate? Because that's funny. <laughs> you know, I I thought we, we were going to make one, but we were running late. And I was, I remember right before we left, I was like, damn, like we didn't have time to make one. And the back of my head, I'm thinking like, how do you make a cake? Because I've never baked a cake. I'm sure you add like egg and flour and chocolate chips and love and i was like oh my god if we showed up with a cupcake and it had chocolate chips in it <laughs> we so bad dude sarah what was your dog's name the the big black lab that was jake jake i remember he got into uh maybe reese's cups or something it was a lot of chocolate yeah and your dad was freaking out and that was the day I learned that dogs couldn't have chocolate. Like, you guys were like, he's having chocolate. I'm like, is that dog allergic? And they're like, no, he can't have. I'm like, I don't think that's right. Yeah, I don't think that's right. <laughs> yeah, he survived that one. That's also the same dog that got into all of my paintballs before we were going to have a paintball party on our white carpet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That survived. sounds nice. I don't know how he survived that. I'm surprised my dad did not like kill him after there was paint all over our white carpet. Yeah. You didn't get in trouble? I, I was worried for your safety. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Maybe like I blocked out what happened after. So maybe I did. Maybe that's like one of those bad core memories that my body won't remember. <laughs> Paintball's a sore yeah. subject. I, I bought a paintball. I brought this up on this podcast. So oh, yeah. But I bought oh, a paintball so gun and you all stopped playing. Like, literally, I'm pretty sure I used it twice and then everyone stopped playing. <laughs> I don't know why I would stop playing. We had the best setup at the Prince Farm. Yeah, I just think we probably all just got too busy, but it was a lot of fun. Definitely at Michael's house. And we played a few times at my house too, which was fun shooting up and, and down Logan's the, grandma's house. Side. I never played there. I don't know how I never. Are you sure? Yeah, I was just always out of town or something when we would plan to play there. You don't remember Logan or uh, Michael running around with Logan's grandma? 
No, they were alone. <laughs> they went streaking together. Oh, Still not ringing any bells. Nope. It happened. We have pictures. Oh. Um, we don't. I don't have any pictures. Thank God. It'd be gross. Too much. You know what I do have a picture of is uh, Sarah, our fishing trip. I will never forget that time. Your dad took us fishing. I don't yeah. remember any details, but it was a good time. Yeah. And they like all of the fish laid out on the newspaper. I actually just saw that picture recently. The big mess. The big mess. Classic. I know. I um, felt like such a great fisherman after that and like had no idea where we had gone fishing until <laughs> years later. And it's like a stock pond. Right. <laughs> We Is were the one in the fort? What's Yeah, that? I think that's where it was in Fort Valley. And I remember uh, thinking we got these like massive fish. Like we got the biggest fish in that pond. And then I look at that picture and they're like minnows. Yeah. And they're I just a little bit. <laughs> I fished more with your dad than probably I have like the rest of my like the rest of my life. Like I've fished more times with him than by myself or with anyone else. Like we used to go all the time. Yeah, time. I love that. I've yeah. never liked the fish. Well, you're wrong. So. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. What's your favorite activity? Yeah, what? what is your activity? My favorite activity? Yeah, Kyle. Disc golf. Riding my bike or disc golf. Went and played disc golf this morning with Luna. Did she crush you? Oh, yeah, always does. That she... She was good for like, we only played nine holes and for about seven of them, she behaved really well. And then the eighth and ninth hole, instead of, you know, walking with me, she would walk with me for like 15 steps and then turn around and sprint the other direction, which was mm. really fun. At least we got through those seven holes cleanly. Yeah, there were some dogs that were like, they'd be right by you, but then they would just run and you're like, hey, dogs, what are you doing? Yep, so that was the same. Yep. Yep. I didn't realize we had pretty much the same day today. That's cool. Yeah. How old is Luna? Um oh. no, I know she's two. Let's calm down here. I was trying to think of the months. She's 24 months. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, sorry. Gosh, math. 26 months. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, yes. Yes. Embarrassing. Yeah, she's lived half of her life in COVID, which is great. Lots of fun. Not yeah, many we, can say that. Yeah, we moved. I got the job at UVA, worked at UVA for four days, then worked at home since, and Luna has not been able to interact with anyone since. It sucks. And anytime we're like actually out or like today playing disc golf and there was a group in front of us that had a toddler that was probably a year older than her and like the toddler was giggling and so luna was like kind of basically running after them like kind of laughing like and i'm just like this sucks <laughs> okay i don't know I, I mean occasionally she has played with some kids at like not often but maybe two or three times we've been at a park and there'll be another kid there and it kind of just happens but we haven't been able to really do that so and we saw Braden at the beach but that was about it and Logan had the gall to come visit a couple weekends ago for like an hour and did not have Braden with him. 
I told him he wasn't invited next time if he didn't have Braden. Mm. Braden didn't come by himself? Yeah, Braden drove up here. Kids these days, coming a long way. Yeah, Kyle moved to Charlottesville like exactly a month after I left, which really bad for the heart, but. He was, he was just waiting for the he right was. time. UVA made me wait. <laughs> I, no joke. I applied. To, I applied to the my job I have. I think I applied it applied to it in September, and didn't hear back from it them until maybe December. Maybe I don't know. And I mean, I'm glad it worked out, but the whole process definitely took a while. And I'm coming to find out that that is just kind of, I think, I mean higher ed in general, but also UVA because of all the politics and all the things that you have to get approved before you can do anything. So. Bill Gates. Yeah, I remember, um, Kyle, you told me about applying and you were like, I really hope they take their time because Sarah lives there and she's mentioning moving. And if we have to move, you know, I'm just waiting until Sarah leaves Charlottesville. Yeah, I need her yeah, to leave before out. I can show up. Yep. Yeah, it worked out really well. It did. Cool. Yeah, there's so much, there's so many new things in town that I have not been able to do because, I mean, I guess we could maybe start slowly, but like you were saying, I just don't think we're quite there yet, at least not being comfortable doing it. But yeah, we live not, we live basically back behind Wegmans. Um, so having Wegmans nearby is cool, but also like three notched in town and like all the breweries that weren't there before. And I don't, did you know that was the dairy market getting built before you left? No, the dairy market. Yeah. So across from Martin Hardware and Shenandoah Joe's, there's that, there was that old building there. Yeah. That used to be like a nacho restaurant that closed. I don't know anything about that, but uh, anyways, it's like this huge um uh like market hall like has a bunch of restaurants and uh star hills in there and i don't know it just seems like a really fun place to hang out but uh, of course we can't go one day it's coming yeah i was trying to think of the last time i saw sarah it was probably when you were like 10 oh. <laughs> it's been like forever like at least 20 years Gosh, that makes us sound so old. It's been 20 years since I saw you. It's true. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Uh, I remember when we were at one point in high school and we we had like either lunch or dinner with you at the Chinese restaurant. I, yep. can't, I don't know if Sarah was there or not, but. I think she was, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I remember that so vividly. I, I don't know why either, because I was there for like, I don't know if I ate. I think I just came and then left i have that in my head uh, uh, there's just these things in there that shouldn't be there everyone was like who is that old guy yeah <laughs> is that the at that point were you wearing your like rim glasses do you remember like the metal like super thin oh yeah probably that's probably why i remember because i probably saw the glasses and were like what <laughs> like, i have that ingrained in my head <laughs> yeah. yeah probably was by then <sighs> Oh, now I yeah. got these bad boys. My. Oh yeah, there they are. My like, sister just got promoted to lieutenant colonel, and yeah. so I was like, "That she'd be the perfect guest for our podcast this month." And yeah, I guess I still need to work on her. Yeah, it's very flattering. 
And I figured, I don't know anything about the military, but Wes, you and her could chat up about some of that type of stuff too. Well, she's got to be on her P's and Q's. I mean, she's probably in a pretty high leadership. She's like, I can't get in trouble. I can't have these stories out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess. It, I don't know how much she could say, but. What's, what does she do? Um, she's not active anymore. Um, she's National Guard. Okay. I thought about finishing up National Guard, but I'm pretty busy. So. Yeah. Her husband is also a lieutenant colonel, and he's active. Okay. And I never can remember the name of the fort near Atlanta that they're that he's at, but he does military yeah. intelligence stuff. So. Intel. And for a while, he was doing leak. I don't know if he had was running the ROTC or not, but he was involved with ROTC up in like three or four colleges in Pennsylvania. I think Pittsburgh. I don't know. I can't remember the name of the schools up there, but yeah. But then I guess they brought him down to Georgia, and since then he's gotten back into Intel, which is what he was doing from the start. So I'd go back right now. Yeah, he. I don't know. I think he went to Iraq maybe five times, and then he went back as a civilian twice or at least once. Crazy. It's worth it. So uh, back in Strasbourg. Where are you at these days? Steven City. Yeah, we, we moved back. I got out. We moved back to Strasburg, like back behind the middle school. And then my wife and I wanted to have more kids, so we needed a bigger place. And so we moved to Steven City. Awesome. In the suburbs. <laughs> the burbs. <laughs> yeah. It's a big change. Well, I mean, military housing was like this, but I, I kind of like not having neighbors, but... The house was old and it was a lot of work. So this is kind of nice. You don't have to worry about uh, stuff that you shouldn't have to worry about. <laughs> when did you, uh, you move to Texas? Um, about a year and a half ago. It was September 2019. Okay. So at least you were able to enjoy your new city for a while. For yeah. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It was great for a while. It's great until the world fell apart but it's a really fun city yeah i've only been to austin in texas and never been anywhere else in texas so. i austin is pretty great too yeah yeah it's been a long time since i've been there my sister and brother-in-law when they first got out of college in the military they were stationed at fort hood so and that's only maybe 45 minutes from austin so every time we'd go visit them we would go into austin for a while we talked about moving to dallas we like I liked it there. I don't know. You no, know, they have all these problems. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, Dave. How are you? Welcome back. Hey, guys. (laughs) You look like really crisp now. Like way your picture is way better. Oh, it's your phone. Yeah. Wes, uh, 
so you you guys were thinking about moving to Texas. Do you is that still is that something you guys see yourself doing in the future? Yeah, I think so. The John graduates this year. Chris, the year he's two years behind, and then Anna's two years behind him. I think after that, I think it's it's a possibility, depending on where we are career wise. Because Jackie's this is her last year teaching. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but she's going to stay home with the the girls. So once they go back to school, we might use that as a good transitioning time uh, to move somewhere. Uh, I mean, we moved home to see family, but I never see family. And, you know, that's our fault. But uh, we we lived in Nebraska, and I felt like we were in a better city. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. So somewhere, probably not like downtown in a city, but outside of one where it's kind of affordable that's why we're looking at texas yeah that'd be cool i hear what you're saying with that i really wish we could get more family to come visit but they're selfish it's just not (laughs) (laughs) yeah our family just doesn't travel no i think when my whole time in the military you were the only one who visited in 10 years yeah yeah so yeah that was uh mom asked me if i wanted to go out there and sort of yeah and uh she flew me out how old were you when you came out Nineteen, twenty. you were under 21 oh yeah that's crazy yeah was that your first plane ride no it was my first one alone you made it to the right airport yeah, that's good. Thank, thank God, dude. Did we take you to a nat- a gymnastic show? No. No. Okay. I. That was Jackie's I, rem- I remember um, you guys picking me up from the airport, and then um, getting back to your house and seeing your house, and we drank, and some time is gray. I don't remember. It's patchy. Yeah. Um, and then we went to your neighbor's house across the road. They yeah. had like a fire pit in their driveway. Yeah. And I was inside their house at one point. I don't know. And then I danced with someone and then stumbled back to your house. And you guys put me in the spare room and I threw up on your rug and Jackie got mad at me. I remember you throwing up, but that adds up. Yeah. Yeah. I threw, I remember, I remember you guys like seeing me sit down. I think it was on the futon or not um, air mattress. I sat down on the mattress and I had boots on. I took one boot off and I was like, I can't do it anymore. Like one boot is enough Two can't manage it. And I remember like I passed out and next thing I know I had this, brand new phone and i'm just puking all over it and i was like man my phone you know i woke up felt like death and then i don't think i like cleaned it up or anything i think i just like went back to sleep that sounds right and like the next morning jackie's like i guess she was in the room cleaning up and she's like did you throw up on a rug 
bitch. I was like, she called you. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. She's like, little bitch. Did you throw up on my rug? And I was like, uh, doesn't sound like something I would do. Wes, um, might want to ask someone else in this house. And yeah, she had to throw out the rug. She was pretty mad. I remember that. I'm gonna ask her about that. I don't remember that. Yep. And um, I took the phone back. <laughs> I, something's wrong with it. <laughs> I clean. Uh, it's a true story. I cleaned the phone off and took it back. I was like, "This phone sucks, dude." Got a new phone. <laughs> Kelsey, one of Kelsey's iPhones. She was running with it, and I guess it was, I don't know, sports bra maybe, or in her leggings, or something like that. And the screen, I guess, was against her instead of away, and so the sweat just like got in the phone and uh she brought it to apple and they couldn't find any water damage they just gave her one <laughs> but like literally the sweat killed the phone and we somehow got lucky and got a new one for free wow nice nice that's cool sarah do you use an iphone i do hell yeah yeah everyone does except do logan 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 doesn't logan logan yeah there there's a song about i think fritz and the france rums performs it about having androids i don't know he's a big fan he, that's all he uses yeah and then uh wes let's see i remember you and i we went to the um we were i guess you guys were living on base or near base mm-hmm. and we went to like a sports facility there or a gym there oh yeah yeah, they turned a uh, and um, a hangar into a gym. I mean, humongous. Yeah, full on indoor soccer court, basketball courts, tennis courts, gyms, uh, weights. It was that place was amazing. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, and that's really all I remember. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything else. I remember in Nebraska being like. Outside of what you guys were showing me, I was like, man, this place is dull. It was not for me. Yeah, it's like small pockets of, you got like Omaha, which is a badass big city. Then you got like Bellevue and then Lincoln, where UNO is. And then other than that, there's nothing. (laughs) Yeah, but we liked it. That place was cool. Yeah, I would have liked to have gone to a show. That would have been nice. Yeah, Jackie's brother came down and saw the show. I couldn't remember if it was you or him. Yes, I'm just not cool enough. But yeah, probably couldn't have got in either. They have a height limit. Must be this tall to ride. Yeah. It'd just be you and Kenny Chesney standing outside. Yeah. Singing our Blue Moon tunes. <laughs> I thought you meant Blue Moon of Kentucky. I was like, I do like that song. But I don't know what song you're talking about. Off the... I don't Play think Dave him. knows what song he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. I know. <clears throat> do you guys have any music worth mentioning? Sarah, what are you listening to nowadays besides Kenny Chesney? Uh, well, so I have a record. I have my old record player, and I've been doing um, a record of the month that Drew Holcomb and the Neighbors puts out. So... I always get new records every month and they're usually pretty good. That's cool. What my last one was, but I really love Drew and Ellie Holcomb. 
They were my last concert before COVID. Have you guys heard Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack's new song? Because it's so good. Yeah. Almost made another baby. It was really good. Yeah, it's dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen the video for it, but I listened to it the uh, day it came out. Yeah. Yeah, I meant to listen to it and completely forgot. I have uh, um, Julian Baker. Have you ever heard of her? No? Okay, that's fine. Uh, Dave knows who Circus Survive is, at least. Anyways, Julian Baker's, like, young songwriter. I think she's out of Nashville. I don't know. Pretty good, but, like, very uh, depressing music, but very good at the same time. And live, she's really good. Anyways, The Connection. Uh, the first song on her new album that came out last week has a line in it that uh, split the difference between medicine and poison. And then I was just on Twitter looking around and I follow her and I follow Circus Survive people. And uh, someone asked her if that line was about Circus Survive because there's a song that Circus Survive did like, I don't know, 15 years ago at this point. And she said it was. And it's just a I don't know. It was a fun connection between a band I listened to a lot in high school, who's still one of my favorite bands to now one of my favorite musicians who looked up to Anthony Green and Circus Survive then. And it's funny because Anthony Green, who's really, really good, just like two days before that was saying how Julian Baker is like one of the best songwriters ever. And she's about our age and she looked up to him. And so it's just funny how everything's like full circle like that. Dang. Yeah. I wish I knew who any of those people were. Sorry. Right. I'll look them <laughs> up. An idiot, dude. I'll look them up. <laughs> uh, Circus Revive uh, is really, really good. Yeah, they, that's a great band. Yeah. Is the pressing, though? Uh, Super. No. Well, I mean, yes, the lyrics can be, but the music isn't like... When I meant Julian Baker was depressing, her music is much more um, like radio slow and... Uh, I don't know. It's definitely just a different vibe than Circus Survive is. Okay. Or can be. But Circus Survive is like, I don't know a good word for them, like a post-rock, like definitely just an alternative. Uh, they're worth worth checking out. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not like the like Deftone type of feel. It's more upbeat than that. Um, but yeah, the some of the lyrics are definitely depressing, but really great music. Okay. Yeah. Their lead singer and main writer, Anthony Green, who also does a bunch of solo stuff, is like definitely had some bouts with addiction and mental stuff. So, you know, the lyrics definitely have that stuff in it, but I can relate. Pretty good. Have you guys heard of Alexander Jean? You should check them out. They're pretty good. Or we just, just came out with <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's, it's an, a real artist. Two people actually. They're worth listening to as well. They have a new song called Drunk. Is it CeeLo Green? Is he the green? What? No. Gene, as in like oh. pants. Like Gene Simmons. Alexander. Alexander Gene. Oh. Oh my God. All right. Write it down. It's, Can you write? It's not even a person's name. <laughs> Says who? Alexander is someone's name. And then Gene is, they were probably wearing nice pants and they're like, okay. Alexander Jorts. Alexander Gene. Go check them out. Uh, also in F. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah, that's a that's a bad. I, that was the first time I saw the mu- music video. Is that the first time you'd listened to in F? 
Yeah, it was the first no. time. Okay. I'm pretty sure, Dave, this is like the one rap artist that I can say that I told you about. I remember telling you about them, him, I don't know, like four or five years ago. Oh, yeah. That was a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I yeah, just he, don't listen to rap much, so I yeah, remember that. Doesn't cuss, but like a really good lyricist. Yeah, he was and, nice. And uh, yeah, he has another song. That one was cool because it has Hobson on it. And uh, I'm a big fan of Hobson. His other song, it's off of his upcoming album called Clouds. That's the title of the album. The song, though, the other song that is all out off of that album is also called Clouds. You should check that out, too. That yeah. shit gets me, like, in fight mode. It gets me super fucking jacked up. It's like a movie. It's like listening to a movie. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, NF. Go check them out. I'm about to uh, put Wu-Tang in rotation tomorrow. I've just been listening to Million Dollar Mullet on repeat. Just, yeah. Just good vibes. It's yeah, a, man. Such a trash song, but I, I can't help but like it. Yeah. that's It's hard to hate Riff Raff because, because of that exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No one knows why. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> He Sarah and I are over here just like have no idea what y'all are talking about. Oh, see, like, how does that feel? How does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when's your you six guys... day stretch start, Sarah? Tomorrow. Oh, Ooh. good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're like at like seven in the morning, yeah. or do you work night shift? No, it's six a.m. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're hanging out with us. I know. I mean. So it's only like four o'clock there, right? Oh, shut up. I'm an hour behind. It is oh. 8.30. And we're, we're already past your bedtime though, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm the same person that I was in high school. So we're way past. Oh. That's how much love I have in my heart for you guys. All three of you. Thanks. Oh my God. Did you see she looked away right after she said that? Yeah. <laughs> You've gotten better at lying. It's really improved. <laughs> exactly. How's your folks? Doing all right. Um, both in Shenandoah County. Mom's in Strasburg. Dad's in Woodstock. Okay. Um, doing okay. Yeah. My dad's still working. My mom's still kind of working. Yeah. Is, why did I think your mom moved back to Prince William County? No, she still works there. But uh, okay. Is your dad still a cop? Mm -hmm. That's cool. What? I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, he's in Page County. Page? Oof. Page. <laughs> a whole different kind of copping. Yeah. Very different crime there than yeah. Prince William. Yeah. They have a lot of old people there. Yeah. A lot of cows. I'd imagine uh, the drugs have hit pretty hard down there too. I think that, yeah, I don't remember when dad started in Page, but like the several cases before he started were like somebody stole my tractor, my cows disappeared, and then like things got a lot more intense after he started. So I think he's got a pretty solid mix of yeah. all kinds of crime. Um, has he seen any like UFOs? Or... Yeah, I mean Page County. I'm sure there's a lot of crazy stuff going on over there. That's where Roswell's at, right? Page County. 
Probably. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure it's same once, area. Once drove through uh, Page County and saw a sign on the side of the road that said uh, garage sale. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh. they literally spelled it how they say it. <laughs> garage. Oh, it's good. Did you stop? I feel like you'd want to stop as soon as you saw that. <laughs> I think that's the type of thing you just run away from. <laughs> You're going to hear a banjo or something. <laughs> and then it's just Logan playing. <laughs> now, this next one, kids, is Fritz and the Franchum. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. Yeah, our mom has a wicked hot accent. She says, uh, shower. You go take a shower. Shower. Or she needs she needs to wash and clothes. Mine's, mine's come back out since I've moved here. I think your accent thickens the longer your beard grows. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> I haven't I haven't put that together. That might be true. Well, it's not gonna last much longer. I can't take it. You should like cut it in half and then maybe put it on on top i got plenty you wear it well <laughs> all right you talk about having dog birthday parties and i don't know what month or even year my dogs are born like i'm still can't head around this i we all know you hate dogs so i'm not surprised by that i think you're gonna get invited to your first one this year though i mean i don't know when kyber was born but it's coming up dude yeah september 1st i'll do like (laughs) we'll send official invitations save the day yeah okay virtual chilling at my birthday party that'd be cool i'd be down for it that'd be cool cool just you know no people just put the computers up set the dogs in front and see what happens do cats have birthday I mean, yeah, I'm sure. I've never gone to cat birthday party. I'm not weird. Uh, but yeah, the dog birthday party thing, it's a hit. It's a thing. It's coming. September I have no 1st. idea when my cat was born. Yeah, nobody cares about cat. cat. Oh. <laughs> you just go to a dumpster and you get one. You don't know. What <laughs> Why do you think it's called Pig of the Garage? <laughs> Sarah, how many cats do you have? Just one. But I like to say that being a crazy cat lady is more like just a way of thought and not number of cats. So I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a lot of like cat replicas on your like shelves? Oh, every like I had to buy a shelf for all my like cats yeah. around. Yeah. I'm I just picture this beautiful cabinet displaying all of these cat china i don't know what the right word is but yeah i think you know what i'm just saying what my apartment's missing i should start investing in that you're you don't work that much so you could probably have like 12 cats i could yeah yeah for sure and if you guys didn't know this you can store litter boxes in your ovens perfectly fine interesting <laughs> keep that one in mind dave <laughs> <laughs> You just shove it in there and boom, fresh. Nope. All right. Teach Have you seen I guess. some of like the self-cleaning or like the auto cleaning litter boxes? Ooh, that would be nice. 
they're yeah, very they're expensive, like, but they are hella expensive. I feel like they wouldn't work either. Probably not. Maybe. Do you walk your cat? I don't know. She's pretty lazy. She's definitely my spirit animal. Like just lays in the sun, follows like the sun around my apartment. Do you have conversations with her? Oh yeah, for sure. Same. Kelsey's been trying to walk Gina or not really walk her, but just like bring her out in our back patio area because she bought her a leash and <laughs> for a while she just like flat out refused like she would go out and just like sit in one spot and not move but this last time she started warming up to it and was actually kind of meandering around a little bit but now it's backfiring because anytime the back door gets open she's like like ready to go out and that's just not good so <sighs> yeah we, we had a the first apartment we lived in North Carolina there was a I think it was a couple i don't know if it was just a person but uh, anyways they had a stroller that they walked two cats in around the the apartment complex like and it was a pet stroller not just like a baby stroller they put them in like a pet stroller and these people are allowed to vote and be out in public <laughs> it's not right. and drive yeah yeah and procreate they can make <laughs> yeah they usually have the most kids <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> How many uh, cats do you have, Wes? None. You have a lot of kids, though. <laughs> yeah, how many kids do you have? Five. Yeah. It's, it's not that that's, many. That's so many. <laughs> so I saw this uh, video. It was like about the from a stand-up skit. No, oh. no. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right. I saw this other video, and it was of a stand-up act, and the guy was like, somebody asks, asked me, you know, what it's like, having four kids you know what, what's it like having the fourth and it's picture yourself you know drowning and then someone hands you a baby yeah <laughs> yeah that's dead on but we i think if we would have had all five like in a together in a reasonable time frame it would have been way different but we got the older three they're all teenagers and then the two babies Yeah, why did Jackie plan it this way? Why didn't she just have all five at one time? Well, we were good with three. I was good with three. Um, and then I think, you know, that talk, that clock starts ticking. And uh, she was like, let's pop them out before it's too late. Just think about how big yeah. your family's going to be one day. It already is. <laughs> we, I have, there's five of us. Like, I have four siblings. And... Our family, just our immediate family with the nieces and nephews all together is like, 50. I don't know, 28 yeah. people or something. Yeah. <laughs> it will be cool. Like when everyone's grown and they come over for Christmas or whatever and like. I'm Dog's birthday back. parties and stuff. Yeah, dog birthday party. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine my grandkids like, come on, <laughs> birthday party. And I'm like old and cranky and I'm like, this is stupid as shit. <laughs> but yeah, it you're, will, just, will, you're just out back hanging out with the old dogs <laughs> yeah by the trash cans yeah smoke smoking a you're all smoking a pipe wearing top hats <laughs> yeah but no i remember um mama uh larue she she said that a couple times like when the, at the big family gathering she'll sit back and she's like i did this like i made this it's nice she looks yeah. at it in a positive light. My dad sits back and he's like, what did I do? 
I oh, think yeah. you have to like you have to get a certain age, and then you're like, okay, this is pretty cool. I did that. We want to have her on. That'd be cool. That would be cool as a guest. I'd like to hear some mama stories. That will be a interesting episode for sure. Yeah, we got to dial it back a little, or dial it up. I don't know. Sometimes I might you, dial it up. You might double down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you don't have to see her. Yeah. <clears throat> Hopefully, she takes everything out on you guys. Don't worry. Well, not me because I'm the favorite, but. Mm, that's up for judgment well speaking of kick-ass women um i have a good quote kyle i'd like you to guess who said this uh the quote reads step out of the history that is holding you back step into the new story you are willing to create who said that kyle why are you putting me on the spot i don't (laughs) i'm trying to figure out if there's a reason you're putting me on the spot like RBG. No. I don't is it a women's soccer player? I don't No. Okay. I have no idea. I don't know. I mean she I'm could not, have played I'm soccer. I'm not starting this guessing game because I <laughs> I want you to be on the losing side and I'll just stay over here. <laughs> All these guesses are off record. Uh that is Oprah. Oprah said that. Supposedly. She didn't say it to me, but that's what she said at one time. I do have uh, one from Alex Morgan, though. Um, there's a new documentary out. I think it's on Hulu uh, with Alex Morgan. They're like short films. They're only like 15 minutes long, um, but they're, uh, there's four episodes. And it just kind of follows her, like the history of Alex Morgan and then leading up to their recent World Cup win and how they just dominated. And they're still like course struggling with equal pay nonsense and all this bullshit that people are i don't understand it pisses me off that they can win multiple championships and then still have like jobs but they still have to have jobs fucking blows my mind uh but there's a quote of hers that says make sure your worst enemy doesn't live between your ears which is pretty powerful in my eyes I feel like a lot of people doubt themselves and I feel like the older I get, the more I don't care about that. And I'm just going to do, you know, what's fun in my life. Sarah, how much does that play a part in your day to day? Like, do you ever find yourself in situations where you're like, Oh shit. Like maybe not imposter syndrome, but like maybe you got, you bit off more than you can chew. Yeah, I feel like that's my whole job, honestly. You know, I went through school and years of being a nurse. Like, I am prepared for the job that I do. But then when shit hits the fan and you're responsible for a child's life right in front of you, I always have that moment where I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, who can I call to help? And it's me. Like, I'm the one that's there to handle whatever crisis it is. Good for you. Yeah. I'm glad people like you exist. Yeah, it's it's rough. I mean, I went when I first started as a nurse practitioner and I had zero confidence whatsoever. I like did dumb stuff to make myself feel more legit. Like I'm going to put real clothes on today instead of scrubs. So I look like an adult who's like 
functioning in their role and now it's like i don't care anymore i'm here i'm doing it but yeah it's tough all the time all the time no could not do it having kids and like when they get hurt and having to respond and keep your cool i couldn't imagine when it's like more serious and you've got like not only the child's life but like the parents are like all their hope is in you yeah yeah and i'm not a mom so i don't know what it's like to be in the parents role but that sometimes is the most challenging part of the job you know parents are in like the very worst scenario of their life and some absorb that by attacking everybody around them some which you know we'll take like we are here for the kid and the parent and however you need to be you can be um but it's rough i don't i don't know how parents do it i don't know how parents do the job that i do mm, yeah. I have that i do not even birth it's like if there's ever a kid with her birth date it's like oh it hurts my heart a little bit more than it ever did before do you, did you get training like through undergrad and graduate school on like dealing with the parents and how to communicate and what to expect and that sort of thing? Um, I feel like not enough. Uh, we got a lot of like therapeutic communication training, which we use with our families and with our colleagues. Um, but yeah, there's, there's not nearly enough that's like, this is what stress responses look like. And this is how you diffuse stress responses. And that is like things that I've had to learn on my own. Like, how do you not make the parent even more stressed out than they already are? Yeah. And to take the lashing that probably comes out, even though, you know, it's not directed towards you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. I couldn't imagine. Not, like, Feels impossible. Personally. Mm. Kudos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wes, do you think um, before being a parent to now being a parent, like here's a one thing I can think of. Uh, I mean, I was an uncle from a young age, so always around kids. And I, my one of my nieces fell into a pool when I was standing, like I was supposed to be watching her and I was standing right there. And my sister-in-law was like not far away, maybe 10 feet away. And like, I was young, I was probably like 20, I don't know, but I like froze and like didn't move. And then my sister-in-law like goes diving. This is like a two foot pool. She just jumps into the pool, pulls her out like before I could even know what happens. Yeah. Uh, but now that I'm a dad, I feel like that's completely changed. Did you, do you, did you experience that you think? Like, I feel like I, I'm like, bam, like whenever Luna is like bolting somewhere or doing something that like, I give her space, but like, if it's something like that, I feel like I'm like reacting way quicker than I ever would have previously i'm always watching i don't know because we had kids so young like i was 18 almost 19 when he was born so i didn't have really an adult life before having kids but yeah um i am always watching it's why like uh, vacations aren't fun for me you know what i mean like i'm there to just make sure everyone makes it back home and gets there uh <laughs> and, but yeah like even other people's kids like i'm i'm watching yeah. all the yeah. time yeah yeah uh, ready but ready to catch something that fell or keep a head from hitting the concrete or yeah i've done that you know what i mean like just i think it's that dad instinct yeah but yeah you do, you do have to give space you don't want to be that uh you don't want to have that kid that's 
soft and scared and oh 100 you know. i let her yeah you're just probably did, let her do too much <laughs> yeah and i mean yeah everyone parents differently and kelsey's definitely a little bit more not she's definitely not like a helicopter parent but she's definitely watching her a little bit more than i do but i'm like if she's entertaining herself i'm i'm like in another room like let me just back away completely because then that space created that she's just on her own doing doing whatever but yeah for sure sarah do you you know relate with your cat yeah i feel like i see her in a totally different light since i became a nurse practitioner i have more respect for her than i did before same i mean parents like I do know what you're going through as a cat mom. So like, I'm just going to give all my advice I can. <laughs> yeah. You know, I saw those other dogs running around today and I'm like, you know, wow. Wow. I thought the same, you know, some of them got muddy and some of them didn't. And I was like, wow. That's... I can't believe that was a thing that you went to. I'm not even <laughs> sure if it was, I don't think it's true. <laughs> It happened. <laughs> it happened. This this was uh, my second one. I'm gonna fact check. I'm texting L'Oreal. Was it? Go ahead. Was she was it there. The second one for that dog, or have you gone to two different dogs? No, two separate dogs. Yeah. We're we're both the dog owners, white people. I feel like this is something that only white people do. Your connection. Uh, was <laughs> was <very laughs> yeah, I'm guessing with Wes. Shit, white people do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that'll be a good segment. Yeah. Uh, they they let's see. One was yeah. One was white, and then the other dog owner was yeah. She was white. They were both white. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. I regret nothing. I had a lot of fun. One dog, like the area backed up to some like pluff. So the dog, like one of the dogs ran down into the pluff and it was like two-toned when it came out. It had like normal brown fur on top and then just filthy black mud on the bottom half. And this lady like came over to talk to one of the dog owners and the dog decided to shake mm. and it got all of this mud on all the back blood. of this lady. <laughs> it stunk so bad. I didn't smell them, but the pluff stunk. Can we talk about what pluff is? Cause that's a new word for me. You've never heard of pluff, pluff mud. I've never heard of that either. What? No, we're just... Yeah, dude. That's, that's what, um, it's it's what all of Charleston is built on. It's pluff. It's, it's like mud. the yeah. It's just mud, basically. Just smelly mud. So just say that. Say mud. Because you could just say pluff. <laughs> it's a made-up word. <laughs> it's no, it's not. <laughs> the real there's beer named after it. Pluff mud. It's a real word. Don't worry, I'm on the case. Thanks, sir. <laughs> Back checker quiet, K. Oh, yeah. What would your rap name be, Sarah? Oh, I can't say I've ever thought about that question. So 
I don't know. I don't feel like you all gave me that many nicknames either growing up, or at least not to my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, definitely said some things behind my back. Kyle, Kyle had a pretty good name. Kyle, what, what did you used to call Sarah? I forget. You think I had a name? <laughs> Dude, I love these just blank silences. Please don't they edit tie, them out. They tie the room together. I don't I leave them in. They, they're magical. All right, so Pluff Mud's a thing. <laughs> but but if you Google just Pluff, just Pluff, don't put Mud in the Google search. The definition oh, of Pluff oh. is a... Uh, um, Kyle can't read very well, guys, so just be patient. Uh, no. Um, Say it, it Kyle. Scottish, and it Sound is... Sound out the words. Would you shut up? I'm trying to read, and you're just distracting me. It is to fire a gun or imitative origin. I don't... What the hell is this? Just go to something else. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I had a different... <laughs> Two different uh, definitions came up, and now I'm like really confused. What the fuck? I, I think, I think I won this one. <laughs> it's a real, it's a real thing. Okay, a blowpipe or pop gun, smoky emission from the firing of a gun powder puff. Oh my gosh, that is not a good website. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna shut up now. <laughs> Sarah, are you glad you stayed up? this oh for sure i mean this is a once in a lifetime opportunity i'm pretty sure that this is gonna like push me forward in life and I'm gonna leave this nurse practitioner job behind hell yeah holla you'll be running a coffee shop in no time i know i know it uh, sarah do you have any um advice that you would give to your younger self? Oh man, so many things, so many. I feel like- Get new friends. Huh? <laughs> Get new friends. <laughs> yeah. You asked a very different question to Michael, Dave. Just That's need to true. point that out. That's true, yeah. I don't what think- What did I, I ask Michael? Yeah, what did he ask Michael? You, you asked Michael if he had any um, advice for his younger self about sex. Oh, and you right. weren't going to ask that to Sarah? I mean, come on. We're trying to be... <laughs> this is the month we're in, and you're going to... Shortchange me? Just kidding. I don't know anything about that. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that I would have told my younger self to stop stressing about everything, that no decision is the last decision that I would ever make. Um, that's something that my sister has pounded in my head as I have like figured out new jobs and things like make a decision and screw up and that's okay. Like you can make a new decision next. And then just knowing that there was life outside of what we experienced as kids, you know, yeah. even like life may take me back one day and that would be great, but there's so much more of the world to see and experience and I think especially in the last year and a half, like that's been really like the last three years since everything that happened in Charlottesville. Um, it's been very eye-opening to know that what we were raised in is not necessarily the right way. 
and did not teach us everything that we need to know about people and relationships and the world in general. Well said. Yeah, yeah. can relate to that. <laughs> Especially when we moved away from the Valley and moved to Raleigh. Like that's a, I, I'm imagining Houston's probably way more diverse even than Raleigh, but Raleigh is surprisingly diverse because of the um, research park there. And like, I went the first month we lived there, I went and played a pickup soccer game and like, I don't, just people from all around the world were there. And I was just like, where have I been hiding under a rock? <laughs> yeah. Just crazy. I thought I was really good at soccer and then like playing intramural in the military. And I'm like, what? how are you not professional? Like there's so many better people out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, that's a really good point. I wish I would have known that. I mean, it, my life led me that way, but I wish I knew that that was out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you guys have any um, honorable shout outs that you'd like to give anybody that has just been kicking ass in your world lately? You did. Yeah. My wife. Yeah. You want me to go Kyle? No, I said you, like as in you are kicking ass. Nah, nah, man. <laughs> My shout out would be to uh, Lance. Sarah, I don't know if you got to meet him because you were pretty late to our wedding too. But he was the guy that uh, married us. <laughs> yeah, he. I've been speaking with Lance pretty frequently lately. We Last year, we started a garden. Um, each of us did our own gardening gardening and he's been gardening for a long time, but it was our first time, uh, L'Oreal and I actually trying to grow anything. So he, he was helpful last year and this year we we're picking up right where we left off and he's given me a lot of pointers, but he, he used to do stand up uh, comedy and, you know, him and I can just go back and forth. It, it's a lot of fun being able to make another comic laugh makes, makes me feel good about myself. Um, but he actually had a podcast as well, and he's been on a few podcasts, a few different shows, and he's been listening to our show and uh, been giving us pointers, and he's enjoyed everything that we've put out so far. So we, I'm proud of us for you know, making it entertaining for at least somebody. And uh, yeah, hopefully I plan on having him as a guest. I think it will be a lot of fun. He's a very funny guy, and uh, it'll be interesting. And then he actually has another uh, comic buddy who I also want to contact and, and see if he'd be willing to come on our show. So shout out to Lance for uh, putting forth some effort to support our show. Appreciate it. Yeah. I listened to his stand up today. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. He talked about having the same size head that he does yeah. now when he was born. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does really good accents too really uh, yeah it'll be a lot of nonsense it'll be fun but we'll make it happen standing by my answer dave what's up i said i'm standing by my answer you You're told crazy, me man. you asked who's kicking ass to give a shout out and i'm saying dave i can ask some other dave who okay. doesn't go to dog's birthday parties <laughs> some loser dave that was a step back but everything else has been pretty <laughs> I saw uh, this video of Mac Miller talking about his height, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I I love being short. Like, why would I be? Why would I want to be over six feet tall? Why would I 
want to be able to dunk. Like that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I was like, you're, you're exactly right. <laughs> like being short is so awesome. Thanks for the words. What about you, Sarah? Does anybody beside yourself just like blow your socks off? Yeah, you know, um, my mom recently has really been killing it. She, I think you might know, she had cancer a couple of years ago and recovered and kicked its ass and actually just found out that she has a completely different kind of cancer um, and went through surgery and blew that out of the water and has had really great test results come back. And I joke that she and I love each other best from a distance, you know, we're, we're really great mother daughter when we don't live near each other. Um, but I do not give her enough credit for how tough she is and how tough she's been the last several years and especially the last like three weeks. So wow. she's rocking it. I'm glad to hear she's doing better. I didn't know that. Yeah, thanks. It all happened pretty quick and she took it all in stride and did great and um, was at the hospital that Kelsey works at and everybody took great care of her. And so we're very thankful. That's all. Awesome. She, she was one of the me as someone parents. that I'll tell you after the fact. But that <laughs> Yeah. Said your mom strikes me as the person that would tell you after the fact that that happened. Yeah, she would be in so much trouble if she did that but she told everybody else after the fact it's yeah. been a like impassing thing like oh yeah i had colon cancer but we're good now i'm like mom you've got to tell your friends before you have surgery yeah i feel like i just wouldn't want to talk about it if it happened to me yeah yeah yeah, yeah no doubt. Mm. do you guys um have any any more questions for sarah before we end this shindig <laughs> no i don't it was good to see you I'm, I'm glad you do what you do and yeah favorite place in charlottesville for when i can actually you know kelsey and i can go out and do something oh my gosh i love i miss charlottesville so much i love charlottesville uh beer run okay done that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. bang the restaurant bang asian fusion very good um, pretty much all of my places revolve around food so continental divide <laughs> yeah I heard of that one. oh it's the best get the nachos both kinds that's really all i remember is the food of charlottesville the there is a lot of food in town like a lot of food yeah you'd go on a really good hike and come back and just eat yeah luna and i have that's been cool. um going to atlas coffee if you ever went there yeah at least a live right next to that but um and then we'll go there and then drive up to O'Hill and sit in the car and eat a cookie and have coffee. And then we go hike around like the top of a hill and then it's been pretty fun. I love that. Yeah. She's loves being outdoors. So it's been been good. That's great. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was so good to see all of you guys. I do have to say that I listened to Logan's pod Michael's podcast last week and I was at night shift like working and i'm so glad because i had it like sitting next to my computer and you said something in the beginning like this is going to be really inappropriate and i was like all right let me get my headphones and pop my headphones in. and the doctor that i was working with i was like a half an hour into it it was like oh you're listening to a podcast like let's both listen to it i was like no <laughs> both listen to it. 
Um, so yeah, I was worried because I I mentioned some things in there, and I was like, I should I should put a warning before this for this episode, just so people know. Are you going to tell your coworkers that you were on a podcast? Oh yeah. Once I hear it, I mean, there wasn't too many embarrassing things, so this can get shared. I'll I'll let people listen. Yeah, we were nice. You were really nice to me. Okay. Yeah, when, I didn't want it to be like a harassment episode <laughs> for, for uh, Women's History Month. Yeah, that's <clears> but So once we get out of this month, then like all bets Completely are. different story, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have like a group that was at Michael's wedding all back together. Yeah. That was a yeah. good time. Bring them that off. That was a lot of fun. That you arrived late to. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> show up 10 minutes late uh, well sarah thank you for, for coming on the show hopefully it wasn't too bad um and thank you for everything that you do in your job and for the words of encouragement hopefully listeners can take something away from your episode and do better in their lives yeah thanks so much for having me i miss you guys and it's so good to see you through a computer screen yeah, that way you can't. <laughs> at least you can't smell our breaths. I know. Remember that, uh, fellas. Thank you again for joining us. It's always a pleasure seeing you guys. Really appreciate the ride so far. So, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Deaf Dialogue, and a special shout out to all the women from around the world for every contribution that you've made and for every lesson that you've taught us. We love you. Thank you. <laughs>